Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The official What's on Tap radio podcast is sponsored by Cask Branding. Brand your business like a pro. In print of glassware, coasters, koozies, tin tackers, t-shirts, caps, branding can do it all. Don't go out of town or use multiple suppliers for your brand and merchandise. That's crazy talk. Go local and brand with class. Cast Branding. Castbranding.com. Castbranding.com. Enjoy the show. So wait a minute. So you have written a, you said dissertation? Yeah. yeah. And this is your final, final? This is it. I, I've already taken my comprehensive exams it's where they get to grill you and make sure you're qualified to teach all the stuff that they teach. And? Wrote, yeah, I passed that. Cool. So somebody's just got to read your dissertation and say sign off on it? One chapter has to be read by this lady because you cannot go to defense without so which any comment. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. So all I'm waiting on is one lady to read it, say, hey, hey on time, go Ryan. to defense, or... No, okay. rewrite it. Paging Dr. Miller. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is about to be good radio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to me, a craft brewer is much more of a mindset. We just opened two cans. <laughs> uh, spread the gospel of good beer. Good beer. Tons and tons of stuff going on in the beer world. I love craft beer. I love different people's beers. It's a brewer's favorite. <laughs> Cheers. To us beer geeks and those new to the craft. A what's on Tap High Five. <laughs> this is What's on Tap Radio. Beer and the culture that flows with it. Here's beer guru, James Simpson. And beer logics, Chad Pilbeam. Welcome to What's on Tap Radio. This is your favorite Sunday afternoon two-hour uh, voyage uh, down Beer Lane. It's my favorite. Where you get to hang out with uh, the beer guru, James Simpson. And it is your favorite, James? It is my favorite two hours of uh, beer talk on a Sunday. On a Sunday on, yeah. on 950 KPRC? Yeah. Yeah. In fact, you turn it into KPRC 950 for these two hours, you won't find better beer radio. But thanks for joining us. Uh, we are here uh, today. Special occasion we are out of studio we are they're fumigating again yes that's right yeah we had a cockroach uh sighting on no, this time uh, it was uh i think it was um uh bed bugs oh bed bugs this time <laughs> I, I had a bed bug on five and so. you're like no it wasn't stop <laughs> spreading lies <laughs> no but we are out of studio and uh one of the places that we do like to set up shop is our uh favorite brewery in edo Right in the east downtown for the uninitiated, in the shadow of the Houston skyline. That is the eighth wonder brewery, the craft beer for the home team. We talk about them every week, and uh, yeah, we like to do this show here just because I, I like to look at all the sports memorabilia. It's like an unofficial sports museum for it Houston is. sports. It's like the eighth wonder of the world. It is. It is. <laughs> and it's kind of like our radio show. Of all radio shows, we are the. I guess what the. Can we call ourselves the eighth wonder of radio shows? No, I don't know. Ninth wonder? Maybe like 9.3. 9 9.3. Yeah. But, uh, All right. Well, uh, again, thanks for tuning in and listening to us. Uh, we are, again, at Eighth Wonder Brewery. And uh, as James likes to say, we've got to do our housekeeping in order to kick things off. we got to so check our emails. Uh, right. Go around the water cooler, see what people are talking about. Right, that's right. But, of course. What happened on Real Housewives of uh, <laughs> West Virginia last night? Yeah, while you guys are checking all that out, we must 
thank all the people that make it possible for us to be on the air every single week, and that is our sponsors. And so for all of our partners out there, including Southern Star Brewing Company, No Label Brewing Company, Buffalo Bayou Brewing, Eighth Wonder Brewery, little asterisk next to that one. Distillery as well. Yeah, that's right. Brazos Valley Brewing, Galaxy Jewelers, that's Galaxy with an IE, Specs Wine Spirits and Finer Foods, The Backyard Grill, Hobbit Cafe, and Cask Branding, who brings you our podcast. And uh, yeah, without them, we wouldn't be on the radio each week. You know, We'd be under be, like an overpass or something. Yeah, I'm, we were very close at one point. We were. At, uh, Remember no, that? we won't be begging for change. Uh, but no, but we're going to be uh, hanging out for the next couple hours, talking to you about what's going on in the world of beer. And uh, I just, this just in, I uh, just found out from the bar, we're legally parked this time. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. no more parking tickets. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> We'll get into that. Uh, but uh, this is a show about beer. We're going to drink some beer. Chad, you ready to do this? Let's do it. Brought to the table, poured for you by Specs Wine Spirits and Finer Foods. All right, this segment brought to you by Specs Wine Spirits and Finer Foods. To find a Specs near you or to sign up for their newsletter, you can do that at specsonline.com. Now, since we're at 8th Wonder Brewery, what do we do? We always pull a beer off the wall. And uh, this week, uh, we're bringing some new beers that uh, we haven't spoken of or even tasted before. I know. This is what I like about coming out to the brewery because you get those brewery-only selections, the ones you don't find on the shelf, or maybe it's hard to find out there in the uh, in the beer community. So we come here, and we go right off the tap wall. James, do you want to go first or second on this? Uh, it's your call, bro. Wow. Flip yeah, point. a little unorthodox this week. Chad starts the show, and uh, I'll let him decide whether or not who uh, who well, goes first. I always well, decide he who to go. goes first, but I'll tell you, what, I'm gonna let you go first. Go. Okay. All right. Well, one of the things that uh, I was slow to the curb, I was slow to the hazy trend, but I'm I, I, I'm kind of all in now. You you are. Yeah. You're, okay. And uh, I, I saw this beer on on the on the tap wall, and so I asked get our, Dave Omer on line one. <laughs> I asked our buddy uh, Aaron Corsi uh, if he can get that for me. And the the beer I'm bringing is the Cloud Eight Hazy IPA, and this is a collaboration they did with uh, McKellar out of uh, San Diego. Not I asked. I thought it was one from Denmark. But uh, Mr. Corsi uh, told me that it's actually from San Diego. We're going to talk about that. So this is a collaboration. It's a hazy IPA, and it comes to you at 6.1% alcohol by volume. And I have to say it is very, very good. So you, wait a minute. So James has come around. I have. He is drinking now haze. Yeah, this is a juicy, hazy IPA. Nice. The Cloud 8 Hazy IPA from Eighth Wonder Brewery, and I have to, it is very, very good. James, your palate's been liberated, man. He's to, come around. And I, I've learned... Um, is a now that I'm doing this BJCP thing that these beer, beer judge certification these beers program. aren't um, what we call hazy they're murky that's what the beer judge is called murky murky yeah all right so you brought the Cloud Eight Hazy IPA uh, available in draft well I'm not sure whether or not there will be packaging in the future that's stuff we're going to talk with them about and um, for now it's only available on draft here that at means the get Eighth out here Wonder Tap Room and Edo get over here now that's Chad uh, that's uh, that's what I'm kicking things off with. What are you doing, bro? What you got over there, homie? Well, the other uh, thing that you know, I love about the Houston beer scene right now is we've got the collaboration. You're talking about collaboration. Uh, partnership. We're spreading brewer's yeast around, and part of the Daisy Chain effort started up at uh, Southern Star Brewery up in Conroe, and this is the solidarity of the Houston beer community coming together as brewers unite around brewer's yeast. And uh, what we have here is uh, I have the... Daisy me rolling. That's right. They see me rolling. Who sings that, Chad? Uh, 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 
Tupac. You're very good. Yeah. Very cool. You're good. Yeah, I got this, Nailed dude. Yeah. That's at Chad Pilbeam on Twitter. Yeah, 4.7% brown <laughs> ale and uh, really some a uh, little bit of a darker roast on this and a hot profile that really, ele- it's really a little bit of an elevated hot profile, dries it out a little bit, makes it a little more bitter, but it's a really nice beer coming in at only 4.7%. You can have a couple of these and not have to worry about being stupefied. Another beer that's available here at the, the Wonder World Tap Room here in Edo, 8th Wonder Brewery. And like the New England IPAs, I was not a big brown ale fan for the longest time. Do you I, like any beer, James? I mean, no, no. You don't like hazy mm, IPAs? No. You don't like brown? Do you, do you like Belgian quads? Mm-hmm. Oh, great. That's out. How about barley wine? Nope. Yeah, we're going to spend all show just <laughs> discussing all beers I don't like. No, but I, I've come all around on the uh, brown ales because I feel that in the, in the last couple of years, the craft breweries have really kind of stepped them up. Not, they're not putting out these just kind of boring brown ales that they used to just put out. Nowadays, they're, they're, they amped them up a little bit, and uh, they're really tasty. Now, I'm a big fan of this one that you brought to the table. Yeah. So that's the beers that uh, we're kicking things off. And we are. We're going to go uh, discuss every beer that's on the tap wall here at 8th Winter. That's what this show is all about. <laughs> that's what we're going to do. I don't know how many are on the tap wall, but we may not make it to the end of the show. But <laughs> no, I can't wait to hear what the last segment sounds like. But uh, that's uh, how we're kicking things off. Uh, these beers are not available at your local Specs, Wine, Spirits, and Finer Foods, but there are many beers from 8th Winter that you can find. We just wrapped up Flagship February. Where, uh, we just we drink some of the core beers. You got the Dome Foam, the Hopston. The uh, rocket fuel. I just spend all my money on Weisheimer. Weisheimer is in my fridge. The award all the time. The award winning. Thank you, Weisheimer. And so, uh, speaking of uh, flagship February, uh, coming up later in the show, we're going to talk to Stephen Beaumont. He's the one who kind of masterminded the whole flagship February. So we're going to get him on the line and uh, talk about uh, the recap of flagship February. And also, since we are at Eighth Wonder Brewery, we're going to get our our good friends of the hype man Ryan Soroka on and uh, Aaron Corsi. Notice I haven't to call him doctor. Not sure if we're going to find out if Texas A&M gonna... ever called him. <laughs> <laughs> now, also, we're going to talk about whether or not uh, millennials are really killing the beer industry. There's been a lot of talk about it for the last couple of years, and we're going to get to the bottom of it because there might be another victim. So this is What's on Tap Radio. Coming up, the What's on Tap Radio Fun Fact of the Week. We'll be right back. Crafting more craft beer conversation. What's on tap? Hey, what you got on tap? This is What's on Tap Radio. Raise your glass. It's time to knock back some beerology with the ambassador of beer, James Simpson. Fun fact, the American Pilsner dates all the way back to the mid-19th century by immigrant German brewers who brought their process with them when they settled in America. These early brewers worked with the Native American ingredients to create a unique version of the original. But after Prohibition and the start of World War II, the few breweries that survived switched to cheap adjuncts such as rice and corn in order to cut costs. After the war, the process of using these cheaper ingredients did not change. Craft breweries around the country resurrected the original style by brewing with 100% barley. No rice, no corn. A What's on Tap Radio favorite is Southern Star Brewing Company's Spring Pills. This German-style pills is smooth drinking with a crisp finish. This beer is perfect for your favorite springtime, sunshine-filled activities. It also pairs perfectly with crawfish. You can find Southern Star Brewing Company's Spring Pills at your neighborhood Specs Wine Spirits and Finer Foods. Cheers. Welcome back. What's on tap radio? Uh, hanging out here at Edo, 8th Wonder Brewery, the craft beer for the home team. You know what my favorite part about coming down here is? 
Uh, I, we, I don't think we have enough time to go through. <laughs> no, the, no, no. I have one favorite part. What's your favorite part? Every time you walk up to the uh, bar, there's always somebody there who smiles at you, and they are willing to let you sample whatever you want. And uh, I just filled up my glass again. I know we only did one segment. Yeah, we did. Wow. <laughs> Chad. <laughs> And a long just, show to go, buddy. Yeah, I just got a refill, so uh, I'm pretty happy right now. Uh, first segment, sponsored by Specs Wine Spirits and Viner Foods. I brought the Cloud 8, which is a collaboration they did with McKellar. Very, very good. Very good IPA. Hazy IPA. I know people are like, what? Yeah. James, hazy IPA. Hazy IPA. It's crazy. Very solid. And yeah. uh, I understand that uh, coming up later in the program, we're going to be getting Dr. Aaron Corsi. I don't even know if he's a doctor yet. We got it talk about that but uh and the hype man ryan soroka uh but you brought the i brought daisy chain the beer. daisy chain i know is, and this is something that's a little unusual because you know daisy chain beer a lot of people have been uh, yielding toward the pale ales and the ipas but they went brown ale this is daisy me Roland, uh named after um uh biggie yeah biggie smalls so the daisy chain is a club uh masterminded by sam wright from uh, southern star brewing company and he has some rules. So basically, uh, they distributed their yeast, uh, Southern Star did, and a lot of breweries around town. And if you're not familiar with uh, the cost of brewing yeast, not cheap. No. So, so to give it away is. A so nice they took gift. they 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 distributed around town to uh, breweries that wanted to um, to participate. And one of the rules that uh, Sam had that you had to inquire Daisy somewhere in the the title of the beer. Right. You had to use the logo. They asked you if you would call it Houston Daisy Chain and then whatever name you wanted. But the the logo, use the logo and incorporate it in there. Yep. Yep. And so uh, they did the Daisy Me Rollin', which is a very, very solid beer. Only on draft here at the Tap Room at the 8th Wonder uh, Brewery here in East Downtown. Open eight days a week. You can find out more information at uh, eighthwonder.com. But uh, at this time, I think it's important to uh, educate some folks. I'm actually a little intimidated because I may have a poten- potentially may have a doctor sitting next to me. And for me to be teaching, Ooh, pressure know, is, is on. on. All right. Uh, well, Chad, I'm going to sit back and uh, watch this. Let's do this. Now your official What's on Tap fun fact of the week. All right, Chad, for the official What's on Tap Radio Fun Fact of the Week, make or break. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, we had some uh, rather cold weather here in Houston this week, which uh, had me thinking about ice cold beer. Cold beer. Cold beer here. Yeah, that's common. I don't think they said beer. I think they said cold burp. Cold burp. Yep, sir. Yep. It's a common cheer that you hear from the beer vendor at your favorite game. And that call lets you know two things. One, there's beer near and it's cold. But how cold? Ice cold. Now, if you're a beer snob or you listen to the show with, uh, you know, I don't know, for any length of time, you know that ice cold beer is not ideal. In fact, you'll even hear the beer guru himself, James Simpson, say from time to time, when we bring a beer to the table, if it's too cold and you can't fully appreciate its flavors, he's going to wait for it to open up. Yeah, I like to do that with stouts. Yeah. Yeah. Let it open up and warm up so you can appreciate the aromas and flavors. It's kind of like if you're drinking a red wine. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You want to breathe. Ice cold beer is just not the best unless, frankly, it's it's just a terrible beer and you really don't want to taste it because cold beer doesn't have as much flavor as warm beer. And that's your official What's on Tap Radio fun fact. No, I'm just kidding. There's more to this fun fact than that. It's not a... It's like you're shorting our listeners. Yeah, I know. I know. They tune in for two hours. I'm going to give them more value in that. What? But without the modern conveniences that we enjoy today, such as refrigeration, ice and chilled beverages used to be a luxury. But for brewers to keep beer cold, they would store it 
un- underground caves where the temperature was constant, usually around 55 degrees. And the German word for that is lagering, which means to store. Now, these beer caves existed all over the world, and archaeologists are still uncovering them. And in areas where the temperature was higher or they wanted to keep the temperature cooler, they would accumulate frozen water in blocks of ice during the winter months and store these in the caves to keep the beer chilled. Now, interestingly enough, this frozen ice beer chilling method is the same method of taking those frozen blocks and putting them on trains, which allowed Anheuser-Busch the ability to take their once local St. Louis beer national on refrigerated rail cars, launching it into becoming the biggest beer brand in the history of beer. But today, we don't rely on caves, freezing water, or collecting blocks of ice off frozen lakes in the winter. We just have refrigeration. That's a cool story, but what does refrigeration have to do with beer? Well, everything, James. Get ready for this. You heard how beer saved the world? Well, beer did more than that. A Philadelphia brewer by the name of Charles Wolfe made the claims that he was the first lager brewer in the United States. The problem with this story? He opened his brewery in 1844, two years after St. Louis's Adam Lemp started brewing lager beer. That's right. Adam Lemp started brewing in 1842, which was the first lager beer brewed in the United States. Now, lager beer means to store, and that's what how the German brewers and brewers all over the world would keep their beer chilled. Just so happens in the same year, 1842, John Gorey designed the first system for refrigerating water to produce ice. And while it was a failure commercially, his research opened the doors for others. And in 1861, there were a dozen of these systems in use by meatpacking plants and breweries. And in 1870, the largest users of commercial refrigeration were, in fact, breweries. And it was none other than St. Louis's Adam Lemp, the first lager brewer in the United States who sought out a solution to lagering beer in ice caves. So your official What's on Tap Radio fun fact is that in the year 1842, the very first lager beer was brewed in the United States by St. Louis's Adam Lemp. And in that same year, John Gorey designed the first system to refrigerate water and make ice, leading to the development of a successful model of commercial refrigeration. Basically, in 1842, the first lager beer was brewed and the first refrigeration unit was developed. The reason you have air conditioning is because of one Adam Lemp and one John Gorey. Thank you, beer. Seriously, without beer, you'd probably be living in a hot house right now. You probably would. And by the way, I do have one quick bonus fun fact. Oh, we like the bonus fun facts. Since we're talking about ice-cold beer, you may be familiar with one particular uh, brand's beer cans, which change color. You know which beer I'm talking about? I do. When that beer would be? The Coors Light. Coors Light, that's right. Also known as Chris Bradley's Jeep. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll fill you in on that later. Rest in peace. Anyway, uh, a can of Coors Light. Would you like to guess at what temperature those cans turn blue? I'm going to say 38 degrees. That's what I would think, too. Yeah, uh, how about 50 degrees? Not exactly the ice-cold, frost-brewed temperature that Mm. you would expect. But at 50 degrees, you will find those mountains turning blue, and that is your official bonus Fun fact of the week brought to you by Beer Logic Conferences and Events, where I will go out and make your corporate event or social event a little more interesting by putting beer in people's hands and get you to look at your ideas, your business, your customers a little bit differently. Go to beerlogic.net to learn more about making your event a little more fun. That is a fun fact. See, way to bring it, Chas. You're going to learn something. Usually. Uh, Lone Star State, we're in Texas. Lone Star, the beer, is going on a diet. Yep. 
You hear that? This is going on a diet. I heard this. Yeah, slimming down a little bit. Uh, there's a new slim down version of the National Beer of Texas. It's called 24-7, a new light lager from Lone Star. Does this mean you can drink it 24 hours a day, seven days a week? Which is actually <laughs> which is actually owned by uh, Passable Ribbon, and it contains a measly 68 calories and weighs in at a scant 2.1% ABV. Really? Yeah. So it's half the flagship lager. So 2.1% alcohol by volume. <laughs> yeah, the ABV and calorie count are selling point of the 24-7. So, yeah, that's why you're saying you can drink it 24-7. Just in case for those Lone Star diehards that are out there, whoever they are, uh, have no fear. Uh, the previous trimmed down version of the original Lone Star is not going anywhere. So if you're really thinking like, whoa, 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 I want the fat version. Right. What are you, what are you doing with my, uh, 4.8%? I don't even know what Lone Star comes in at. Do you know? It's like 4.3%. Kimberly. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, beer makers around the nation are aware that, uh, people are looking health conscious beer, you know, something that's not heavily calories. And so this is their a way to uh, so, get that low calorie option. Me, I like I like how it, it's announced as a measly sixty eight calories and a scant two point one percent ABV. Lone Star is also betting that consumers want a beer drinkable at other occasions. Keeping a clear head is important, like office happy hours. Really? All right. Well, yeah. I, I, I don't know. You you were talking about loggers, and I just story came up where uh, yeah. Apparently, Lone Star is going on a diet. We got to slim up a little bit. So. <laughs> All right. Great fun fact. We got to take a break because uh, coming up, we're going to talk to Stephen Beaumont. Who is Stephen Beaumont? Well, we celebrated flagship February all month last month where we were joining some classics. Well, he was the mastermind behind that. And we're going to recap flagship February with Stephen Beaumont coming right up. From the Houston scene, up and coming that are growing like crazy, to the world stage. People wanted good beer. What's happening in the beer world is what's on tap. Hey, it's Beer Guru James Simpson from What's on Tap Radio. A neighborhood staple, Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company is a testament to beers inspired by seasons, farmers, and the local culture of Texas. 2019 is shaping up well for our pals over at Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Construction of their brand new three-story, 28,000-square-foot brewery, taproom, and beer garden in Sawyer Yards is underway. This brewtopia is set to open this summer. In the meantime, as they get ready to transition to the new brewery, Buff Brew has extended their taproom hours in the current location located in the Heights. Now you can enjoy the electric atmosphere at Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company and their innovative beers Friday from 4 to 11, Saturday 11 to 11, and they are now open on Sundays noon to 6. And speaking of Sunday, now through June, Buff Brew is serving up crawfish. Crawfish and beer. What a perfect pair. So come for the beer and stay for the fuzzy memories. Keep up to date with the construction of the brewery and all their innovative beers by checking out their social media at Buff Brew and their newly designed website, buffbrew.com, buffbrew.com. Cheers. Well, we are recapping Flagship February. What a fun month. And uh, joining us back on the program is Stephen Beaumont. Good to be back. Good to chat with you. And uh, you are a uh, acclaimed author and a world traveler. You're traveling right now, is that right? Actually, I just got back uh, late last night from San Francisco. Okay, what brought you out to San Francisco? 
Um, actually, it was a uh, fellow friend, fellow beer writer and friend Jay Brooks's birthday. So uh, oh. I decided to take the opportunity to go out there, especially because he had his party at the new Russian River Windsor Brewery. So. Yeah, I was reading about that. He's got kind of, uh, geographically speaking, the Mecca. What does he live within 10 miles of Russian River and uh, Bear Republic and... Who else? And Lagunitas like? down the yeah, road. Yeah. And, and probably a good half dozen more in between as well. Wow. Tough life. Yeah. <laughs> well, Stephen, uh, we've had a, we had a fun month of just uh, going back and, and enjoying some classics. And how did uh, flagship February go for you guys? Well, you know, it was it, it was a bigger success than we could ever have imagined. It was absolutely phenomenal. Um, I just got the other day, I got some final numbers on the social media impact of it. Um, it the, the flagship February hashtag reached over 10 million users on Twitter and Instagram. Wow. Which is just phenomenal. And, and the number of, of actual, um, that, those, are, those are individual users. And then when you multiply it up by the actual number of posts that we're seeing, it, it's in excess of 25 million. So it was just spectacular. So that's our entire audience right there. So you can thank us for getting that out there for you. 10 million. Well, people. yeah, it was all you guys. <laughs> yeah, right. Our audience isn't quite 10 million. We're, we're, we're a little below that. But that's all right. No, that's a fantastic uh, return. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. On that, and you said twenty-five, basically twenty-five million engagements and ten million people out there. So that's pretty awesome. Um, I, yeah, I, you know, my our, our guy who who works on the social media side with um, Porter Hughes, which is the the creative agency we worked with. Uh, he said, you know, that corporations like do months of planning to get this kind of engagement in their campaigns. We had three weeks and the interesting thing about this is it started off with a little innocent tweet. It wasn't something like uh, y'all sat around a round table for months and months and months. This is something that you started out with just an innocent tweet. Yeah, exactly. And I, you know, that what that tells you is that it really 
caught hold of people. You know, this this type of engagement doesn't happen unless you actually hit a nerve. And people were, I think, ready for this. I, I you know, I, I was talking to a lot of people um, when I was out in San Francisco area, and uh, you know, people within the industry, people outside of the industry, they knew about flagship February, and they were happy to see it because they're getting this fatigue of, uh, you know. It's a new release every week, kind of thing, and they go, "Yeah, it's nice to go back and just sample the good, the good, the good ones that have been around for all the time." Yeah, we heard from a, a lot of listeners that actually uh, participated in it, and it, it was nice. We were over at a, our local bar, the Backyard Grill, and we were sitting around a table, and I heard from the, down the end of the table someone going, "Man, it's been a long time since I've enjoyed this beer. I almost forgot how good this beer is. I think they were enjoying a uh, Sierra Nevada. We had Sierra Nevada on the table. We had uh, some Dogfish 60-Minute. Some Bell's uh, Too Hearted. Bell's Too Hearted was up there. Uh, Brooklyn Lager. And one guy just said, you know what, I'm going way back. And uh, he, he he broke out the Rolling Rock. <laughs> Okay, that's extreme. <laughs> <laughs> you know, speaking of extreme, uh, Stephen Beaumont's our guest. Uh, we did a show over at our uh, one of our sponsors, Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company, and we were participating in Flagship February. And I brought the Anchor Steam, which is a uh, just a classic. And then uh, Chad Pilbeam backed it up with a, a Budweiser. Okay, now before you throw me under the bus like that in front of Stephen here, who's going to drive right over me? Um, but yes, I said Budweiser is a flagship beer for Anheuser Busch. So I wanted to see what would happen. If I walked in with uh, the 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 behemoth, the 500 pound gorilla beer, and drop it on the the uh, marketing, uh, what was the brainstorming session we walked in? Yeah, on? it was an R and D meeting. Yeah, R and D meeting. We dropped it in on uh, one of Houston's most creative breweries, and uh, see what they had to say. And what did they have to say? <laughs> they escorted him off the, <laughs> they, the property. They called security. Actually, <laughs> I'm not kidding. They actually said, uh, "Yeah, we need to get this guy out of here." And all of a sudden, somebody comes up the stairs and says, "We, we have a problem." Is like, "Yeah." It, it, well, we're FCC compliant. I can't tell you what they said, but uh, they said, uh, yeah, get this out of here. And, yeah, it, 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 the response was – it was so worth it. And we did taste it. And Chad did – the check did clear from AB InBev. So. Yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, no, uh, we saw a lot of people participating, uh, including our, our good friend Chris Black over in Falling Rock in Denver. He actually did a flagship February every day. Yeah, yeah. Chris and I um, were communicating throughout this whole thing. Um, I've known Chris for God knows how many years, probably more than either of us would want to admit. But uh, he he was right behind the whole thing, and we had a lot of lot of chats about this. I saw what he was doing. Um, a number of people who work in bars um, around. Uh, the United States and Canada got in touch with me just to let me know privately that you know they're having a good time with it. They're having fun. Lisa Morrison out in Belmont Station in Portland, Oregon. Um, we had Fergie Carey down at uh, uh, Fergie's down in uh, Philadelphia. So there was there were a lot of a lot of the old school beer bars were also doing the old school beers. And uh, obviously, there's a lot of uh, positivity out of that. Did you get any negative feedback? Any naysayers come out and uh, talk about the flagship? Yeah, there were there were a few in the early days, but they kind of shut up after a little while. <laughs> um, I think, I, you know, honestly, I, I think that there was just so much positivity uh, around this thing that uh, the naysayers kind of got tired of trying to trying to be negative. Um, and the other, the other thing I wanted to mention about this, you know, is we, we talk about 
U.S. and Canada, but this thing went global. Oh wow! And and if you if you look at the the social media um, numbers again that I'm looking at, the the top country was the U.S. Number two was Canada, but then was followed by uh, Great Britain, Ireland, and Norway. Norway, interesting. This, this, um, yeah, and we got a lot know, of listeners a, in Norway. Um, there's a company in Ireland, a, a distributor, who really got behind it, and they they set up events at pubs all across Ireland. Um, I know it resonated in Wellington, New Zealand. Um, a number of pubs down there got un, got involved in it, so it really did circle around the globe. I think it's important that we continue to do this because there are people getting into craft beer every day. Uh, today, example, somebody who gets into it. All they know is beers like um, brewed with Lucky Charms or uh, milkshake ice cream with uh, bananas. They don't know the the core flagship beers, and they can the core beers can get lost to them. Well, also you know it's context, right? Um, if you jump straight from Bud Light to I don't know double IPA or, or milkshake stout or something, you're missing some of that evolution. Yeah, and this is what I really, you know, as as a writer, um, I try to help people understand beer all the time. That's pretty much my profession, and I, I feel that if we if we overlook these flagship beers, then that's part of the whole evolution of beer that's just missed. Two thousand, uh, uh, you know that that helps you enjoy enjoy your beer more. So two thousand twenty, this is coming back. This is coming back, and in the meantime, um, Jay Brooks and I have an idea for kind of keeping things going in the month in between. So we're going to kick off um, starting next month in April. Uh, the first Friday of every month is going to be Flagship Friday. Oh, so so now that February is over, it's not illegal to drink those beers anymore? No, you're you're, right. you're more than welcome to, <laughs> to drink Flagship beers anytime right. you want, you know. But we thought we we had so much fun with the writing side of it on the on the website flagshipfebruary.com, where I, I edited the essays and there are 28 essays up there and it, honestly it's some of the best beer writing I've seen in years. Um, I was really impressed by the writers and how they came came out and and supported this thing. Uh, so we're going to keep that going with a new essay, uh, first Friday of every month, Flagship Friday. We'll get some social media stuff going behind that, too, and just see where we go until next February. Stephen Beaumont, acclaimed beer author. Uh, anything you want to promote? Do you have a book coming out or anything that uh, – I know you talked about the Flagship Friday, but anything else people can look out for? I don't have anything coming out, but I am kind of actively – thinking about doing a second edition of my latest book, which is called Will Travel for Beer. Um, and that, for for people who aren't familiar with it, um, this came out in the spring, and the subtitle kind of says it all. It's 101 Remarkable Journeys Every Beer Lover Should Experience. And it's all about drinking beer in, in, the, in going someplace to drink it in its proper place. Uh, and that's that can be a lot of fun, whether it's just going to a beer festival you never thought to go to, or it's drinking Kolsch in Cologne, Germany, or traveling by helicopter in Australia to do a pub crawl, which is actually one of the stories in the book. Or drinking a Sleeman's in Toronto with Stephen Beaumont. Well, maybe not a Sleeman's, but I, hey, I had to there's, go there. there's a lot of stuff. I had to, I, I had to go there. So, <laughs> Well, uh, Stephen, thank you so much. Uh, something to look forward to in 2020. Uh, let's get some merch made. 
some oh, uh, yeah, flagship some t-shirts, some, some uh, yeah, some bumper stickers. A flagship February flag. We could do that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. We'll have a little more time to prepare for next year. Yeah, if you had this much success in this amount of time, imagine what you can do in a whole year after planning. Exactly. Well, Stephen, thank you so much for uh, for stopping by the show. Well, thanks very much for having me on, guys. It's always a pleasure to talk, and give me a call anytime. All cheers. right, cheers. Your local audio brew pub. What's on tap? What is on tap? What's on tap? Welcome to What's on Tap Radio. Have a seat. Respect the beer at the 8th Annual Wildest Brewfest in Katy, April 26th and 27th at Katy Mills Mall. The Wildest Brewfest is a 100% non-for-profit two-day charity event. Over the past seven years, they have raised over $750,000 for local charity. That's amazing. Speaking of amazing, it's been voted number one beer festival in America for three years in a row by BeerYeti.com. Come help prep those taps at the best pre-party in town and get prime with the brewers at the launch party Friday night from 7 to 10 p.m. This is the best party in town. Then Saturday, the Brewfest will open their doors to VIP at 2 and general admission at 3. With over 600 different brews, you will find several that will rock your world. Tickets are on sale now and very limited. Purchase tickets and find out more info at wildwestbrewfest.com. There you can also book a hotel from a number of participating hotels. This is a two-day beer event, so book your hotel now. Wild West Brewfest, April 26th and 27th at Katie Mills Mall. Get your tickets today. Wildwestbrewfest.com, wildwestbrewfest.com. Cheers. All right, welcome back. What's on Tap Radio? Big shout out, Stephen Beaumont. Flagship February. That was exciting. Celebrating uh, classic beers. I think he's onto something. He is onto something. And you know, he's Canadian, so even after the exchange rate, I think he's still right. If you're uh, just tuning in, we're hanging out here. It went right over your head, did Yeah, it did. Dang it. <laughs> uh, hanging out at the Eighth Wonder Brewery in Edo. Uh, got out of the studio. Uh, we like doing the show over at the iHeartRadio studios, but uh, it is fun to get out in studio, kind of uh, stretch our legs and arms. Do you like uh, doing it there? I do like doing it there. When the boss looks on the window and he, he's tapping and knocking on the window, hey, what are you guys doing in there? Engineers are like, I don't know. That beer's a little close to the control board. But it is nice to get out and hang out amongst the people, and that's where we are right now at Edo. There are people all over here. This place is crowded. I do like that. For a Sunday. Um, but uh, it is time. It is time for one of my favorite segments. I love the fun fact. Don't get me wrong. No. I learned something, but this has quickly become one of my favorite segments. And if you're asking, you know, what segment is this? <laughs> to hold my beer and watch this. And this week, do we have a doozy? <laughs> oh, great. So you rarely see someone journaling hobby come to bite them in the, in the ass. You know, people like to journal. Okay. Well, here's, what, here's how my day was. Oh, okay. All right. You so know, the notebook. But, the notebook, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but hardly do you ever see it to come back and really bite them in the ass. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So, wait, uh, so somebody journals something, and it's going to come back and haunt them. Yes. Okay. And I'm not going to tell you where it happened. but uh, Florida. Well, <laughs> the police in blank caught a guy last week walking down the street with a bunch of bottles of alcohol in his bag. And he matched a description of... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Someone who has stolen alcohol from several stores in the past. Okay. Which stores? This guy takes the cake, Chad. Okay, I'm, I'm all ears. Because it turns out the guy who's going around stealing alcohol kept a journal and a very detailed record of everything he had stolen on a day-by-day basis. That's how they got Capone. <laughs> no, they did. They got and a on journal. The, on the days, and on the days he didn't steal anything, he even noted... Off day. <laughs> so the cops haven't uh, said what charges he'll be facing, but they did release a picture of one of his journals. So your uh, crime? Police arrest a thief who kept a journal with specific details on everything he stole. And by the way, when he was apprehended, he had two 12-packs of beer with him. Oh, great. And it does not say which 12-packs of beer of they were. Of course. <laughs> you know, because that would make for too good of a story. Dang it. If you're planning on stealing alcohol, don't catalog your crimes. Yeah. A but, detailed catalog. Wow. Now, so Chad. Hold my beer. And watch, watch this. this. Oh, you need beer? I got this. And I'll even write it down. Yeah, I'll even write it down. <laughs> I, I, I journal. I'm a journal. I'm a journalist. So, Chad, do you want to take a stab of uh, where this crime took place? Again, uh, police arrest a thief who kept a journal of specific details on everything he stole, including... Two 12 packs of beer when he was apprehended. You know, uh, yeah, I, we've ever since we had Josh Samples on the show, we've kind of made fun of the flyover state of South Dakota. So I want to give South Dakota some love for busting this guy. I'm going to say this happened in South Dakota. This week we're going with, sorry, Chad, Baldwin, Missouri. Oh, misery. Uh, Missouri. Yep. He is facing several charges. Because the prosecutors have a lot to work with because they found a detailed description of every crime he committed in his journal. Now, does it say where in Missouri or? Baldwin. Baldwin? Baldwin, Missouri. I do want to give a shout out to Burr Oak Brewing Company in Missouri who hooked us up with some beer. You may remember after my uh, trip up there this summer and uh, they took good care of us. And uh, Robin, who's a listener of the show and also fan, works for the brewery and also uh, Chad works at the tap room manages tap room so they uh good people up there uh way to go guys the uh the law one on this one yeah and hold my beer and watch this well <laughs> guess what pal don't write it down next yeah, time you don't write even you know, when the days you're off off day yeah, didn't steal anything on and, yeah october 16th all clear all clear that day <laughs> took the day off kicked my feet up can't charge me for anything that i did wrong then. but on uh the 17th oh boy did i steal some alcohol you know it makes me wonder makes me really wonder 
Um, you seem to remember there's somebody else who kept a very detailed journal, and he was running for uh, Supreme Court. Well done, Kimberly. (laughs) (laughs) He had a very detailed journal of everything, and that's what got him uh, elected. So uh, tell you what, detailed journal might get you on the Supreme Court. Detailed journal may... uh, Get you prosecuted for <laughs> if you depends on what you're doing. Well, the hold my beer and watch this segment is brought to you by our good friends Galaxy Jewelers. Yeah, I'm talking about my buddy Kip. Since 1972, Galaxy Jewelers specializes in jewelry repair, custom designs, specialty, and colored stones. You heard that right? Jewelry repair. You got that broken watch or maybe that tennis bracelet, and you're like, man, I need to get this fixed. Go see Kip. He's off uh, Sunset Boulevard in the Rice Village. Yeah, that charming brick house. Yeah, it is a cool place. It is a cool place. And you'll find something special there that you won't find in a lot of other places, including high-quality service. Kip, a fellow beer drinker, and uh, loves what's on tap radio. Go check him out. Why do we choose Galaxy Jewelers? Well, their honesty and their best-in-class service. And you can find them online at galaxyjewelers.com. Galaxyjewelers.com. That's Galaxy with an I-E. Jewelry shines. Criminals do not. <laughs> um, I like that story. Actually, that's pretty funny because if you think about it, like you know, if you were, it seems like and then journaling and cataloging things and writing things down is generally reserved for a, a slightly more educated, highbrow <laughs> class of people. Not somebody who's going to steal two twelve packs of beer or any other amount of alcohol. No. Yeah, but yeah, yeah you sure I shouldn't write your crimes down or or put it on Snapchat. That's another thing that uh, these dumb criminals Snapchat. seem to do. <laughs> they seem to d- Facebook live their crimes and well, we got the crime, we got the person and uh yeah, now we just got to narrow it down and find out where they live and boom. You, you know, get arrested. You know, it's a good thing he he, he took uh 12 packs rather than 77 packs yeah. because if he had grabbed a 77 pack he may have been easier to catch probably easier to target yeah <laughs> uh a little update last week we were talking about how um natty light is uh coming out with a strawberry lemonade beer finally finally yeah. everyone's like Whoa, we've finally. been waiting thank god Whoa. man well just in time for spring break Woo-hoo! the variety pack the 77 pack we're talking about offers a case of the light beer the natty light a case of ice beer. What is the Natty Ice? <laughs> What's I don't think I've had the Natty Ice. I have. And uh, I'm not proud of it. <laughs> and uh, a case of the strawberry lemonade for those that want to try something a little fruity. <laughs> I'm just putting this out there. Put PSA. Nothing here is going to earn you any credit in the craft beer world. All right. Just but it, it is certainly inexpensive. If you want to check it in on Untapped, do so at your own risk. And it is an option to get you through spring break. And the 77 pack is back and it's more fruit flavored than ever. This is the second, maybe the third time they've done this. They've released this, the 77 pack. The first time was second. Second time. The they first time it. was with just the Natty Ice. Right. No, no, the Natty Light. The Natty Light. Right. And it was honor of uh, the year they were founded, 1977. Yeah. I know people are like, what, what is this strawberry lemonade? Natter Days, guys. It's Natter Days. The mixed 77 packs are only on sale in South Padre Island. Oh, Spring Break Central. Yes, and only during the Spring Break season while supplies last. That's right. People are going to be flocking there with their fake ID. Oh, wait, don't do that. Don't. Hey, disclaimer, do not do that. I think they're pretty 21 and up. Yeah, 21 and up for sure. Um, But if you're going out to South Padre Island, I know a lot of uh, fraternities listen to the show. They love the show. Uh, yeah, good news for you guys. And the, sororities. Yeah, 77. Yeah, yeah, the sororities too. 
77 packs featuring natural lights, new strawberry lemonade beer that we talked about last week, and also the natural ice. I'm, I'm not I, I'm not familiar with the natural ice. It's natty ice, dude. All it is is it's just ice beer where they freeze it and take the ice crystals out to raise the ABV. It's freeze distillation. It's I haven't really. Yeah, that's all. Okay. Well, yeah. It's like Bud Ice, Molson Ice. Segment goes out to my brother-in-law who buys that. Natty Light, you know, every Sunday he buys a 24-pack, lasts them all week. So, all right, that is our number one of What's on Tap Radio. Coming up in hour two, what do we got going on? Oh, we got uh, Eighth Wonder. We're broadcasting here at Eighth Wonder. We got Hype Man, Ryan Soroka, and Dr. Aaron Corsi. Is he a doctor? I don't know. We're going to get to the bottom of that. And also, what else are we going to talk about? Um, Millennials. Yeah. Talking about millennials and uh, are they really, really killing the beer industry? And is there another new victim? And also, uh, other great, exciting things coming up in the second hour of What's on Tap Radio. We'll be right back. We take the term social drinking to a whole new level. How about that thirst? What's your pleasure? What's on tap? What you got on tap? What's on tap? This is What's on Tap Radio. Hey, Beer Guru James is it from What's on Tap Radio. There's a push going on right now in Congress for production breweries to be able to sell beer to go. As of now, only brew pubs can sell beer to go. If this doesn't make sense to you, well, it doesn't make much sense to us either. But No Label Brewing Company, located in Old Town Katy, is a brew pub that is open seven days a week and is ready to sell you beer to go. So come by the tap room and grab some beer to go. No Label has six packs of their flagship beers like Ridgeback Amber Ale and seasonals like What the Hatch. Plus, you can get growler fills or crawlers from What's on the Tap Wall, including Phase 2, New England IPA and exclusives like the Mango Milkshake IPA and other Brewers Choice releases. I mentioned No Label is open every day, so meet up with family and friends at the family and pet friendly tap room. That's right, bring Rufus, <laughs> let the kids play on the playground while you enjoy friends, sunshine, and beer. Hey, if you're looking to host a party and need a great venue, rent out the brewery for your private gathering. To book a private gathering, see upcoming events, and find out more info on No Label Brewing, find them on the old interwebs at nolabelbrew.com, nolabelbrew.com. Cheers. All right, welcome to hour number two. What's on tap radio? Hanging out here in Edo at Eighth Winter Brewery, the craft beer for the home team. And this hour is brought to you by Brazos Valley Brewing Company, located out in Brenham, Texas, where you may have heard the news we dropped on the show that they are opening up a new brewery and tap room, staying in Brenham, but uh, they're going to be uh, find some new digs. I saw that spread like wildfire on social media. Yeah, it did. You learned that first last week. On what's on tap radio. That's right. So they're going to be putting out the same great beers, and uh, of course, they're also participating in the Daisy Chain event with the Road Goes On Forever Daisy Chain beer, Houston Daisy Chain, a uh, nice little IPA that's out there on the market. And so check them out. They're open Thursday through Sunday. Their tap room uh, open up during the week at four o'clock and uh, noon on the weekends. Speaking of Daisy Chain, we were sipping on this. What were you drinking earlier? Eighth Wonder Breweries, Daisy Me Rolling. That's right. Daisy <laughs> Me Rolling. Which is a brown ale. Yeah, I know. It's, it's really good. Really, really good. Yeah, it's and, like, uh, I'm gonna, I, you know what? I'm going to step up to a Daisy Chain that isn't a pale ale or an IPA. And, and not, not, not knocking all the other breweries that no? are doing the IPA thing, but... They said, you know what? We're going to do something a little different. So they come rocking with a 4.7%. Yeah. How often have you heard that? Rocking and 4.7% in the same sentence. Nah, I've never, <laughs> that's the first time I've ever heard her say Yeah, but when it's in a brown ale and it's a collaboration beer rolling out into the Houston community, you uh, you can go ahead and say rocking. It, it's, yeah. it's approved. 
But uh, in this hour, we have a lot to discuss. Coming up in the next uh, segment, uh, we're going to be talking to Dr. Aaron Corsi. Well, well, we're going to try to figure out what they're going to do. And uh, and Hype Man, Ryan Soroka of 8th Wonder Brewery, to find out what they got coming up and more about these beers that we've been enjoying. But uh, before we bring them on, uh, this is a a topic that kind of we've been discussing at length for over the last year and a half about how millennials are killing the U.S. beer industry, whether or not they are really killing the industry. I don't know. That's to be questioned. Yeah. Before you tune out here and say, oh, again with the millennials. And and if you are a millennial, don't tune out because this is a we got got some new data here. I hear people going, well, here you guys are uh, talking about a story that uh, it's been talked about last year. And uh, you guys are still talking about it, whether it's edible six pack holders or oh, this again. helium beer or Metallica beer. All right. So basically what's happening is, is James and I have uh, fortunately, we've been on the forefront of a lot of these stories and people have been sending them to us uh, as they've resurfaced due to other media outlets picking them. That's up. where we're getting at. Has the story resurfaced? No, no, not, not, not necessarily, not, not necessarily, no, because uh, apparently there's another victim to whether or not millennials are killing the U.S. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply beer industry exactly so there's a particular brewery uh that very uh, large yeah brewery. very large <laughs> gearing up for a business restructuring involving a cut of 15 percent of its total workforce now when you say 15 percent of the total workforce when we talk about or when we tell you what brewery oh, yeah. that is that's, that's a, a big, big cut <laughs> that's right and, and and it's not just them and it just so happens to be uh, they're American division, so it, uh, I'll, there's a little hint there. It's a foreign company, but U.S. beer giants are downsizing in mass, and beer companies are taking a beating here in the United States, which explains why a number of them are undergoing cost-cutting measures. Now, James and I have been reporting, and we've been talking about how certain breweries in even beer mecca Portland, Oregon, have been shutting down. Yeah, in Bridgeport and over there in Oregon. And also Widmere with their tap room. But, yeah, uh, 
and we've been talking about uh, job cuts and downsizing with a lot of different breweries. We talked about Green Flash, we talked about Alpine, we talked about Stone, uh, but uh, and also the high end group from Anheuser Busch. But cutting back, and yeah. well, who's the latest victim? The latest victim is Heineken USA purchasers of Lagunitas Brewing Company, and the reason that they are giving for the cutback is. In the United States, millennials are drinking less beer. Millennials are drinking less beer. Well, what are they drinking? Uh, well, they've got, obviously going towards spirits and wine. And we are going to be talking to Dr. Aaron Corsi and hype man Ryan Soroka about that because they do have a distillery here diversifying their portfolio, but people are going more toward vodka, rum, and gin. And that's what the United States spirit sales are saying. The increase in those, uh, the market share in those particular spirits in 2018 compared to wine and beer. Now, they are still drinking wine, but beer sales have slowed dramatically. Uh, data shows that the share of the alcohol market owned by spirits rose by 0.7% to 37.4% that within is the a last huge calendar. Hello. Hike. That is that is a huge growth, but bluntly saying they are they are blaming on millennials, saying that they don't drink as much beer as their parents did. See, I'm looking at this study, and this data came to you from the Distilled Spirits Council, mm -hmm. and I have to question it, Chad. Ah, is this is this propaganda? Now, I don't know if it's propaganda, but how are they getting the data? Is Fake this news. is this based on liquor store retail? Because how do we not know that these millennials aren't drinking at breweries or brew pubs and not just buying at retail establishments? From what I've seen, this is based off liquor stores and retail establishments. But there are a large percentage of people that are going out to brew pubs, breweries. Like, we're at 8th Wonder right now. Mm -hmm. Packed. Packed uh, tap say, room. There are quite a few people here. So I just, there's some things that, um, you know, I have to question now. Is it because some of these brewers are just making bad beer and the millennials just don't want to drink it? Or maybe it's the fact that they, some of the breweries don't innovate their product to the changing demographic. Well, it's interesting you bring that up because one of the staples in the craft beer scene, as we you already mentioned, uh, Widmere closed there after 30-some years, closed yeah. their tap room, and Bridgeport closed down their operations after 30-some years. Oregon-based Deschutes the 10th largest craft brewery in the United States eliminated 10% of their total staff workforce in, back in December. So I don't know. Uh, maybe they're not innovating. Maybe they are uh, just buying. The questions something. I have is maybe millennials are just saying the beer's just too expensive. We, we talked about this. How much is too much to pay for beer? And a lot of millennials just uh, don't want to pay that anymore. So question is, where will the future of beer industry go and our millennials truly killing the industry. But yeah, yet we have another victim. Heineken is cutting 15% of their total workforce. So that's the latest from the, uh, the beer world. So coming up, we're going to talk to uh eighth wonder brewery hype man, Ryan Soroka and Dr. Aaron Corsi, whether or not he's a doctor, I have no idea. We'll, we'll get to the bottom of that. We'll be right back. More hop puns than a shelf full of IPAs. Hop apocalypse. Smooth operator. Hoptimator. This is What's on Tap Radio. March is a very busy month, but how you should end March is by heading out to Southern Star Brewing Company on Saturday, March 30th for the fourth annual Bombshell Car Exhibit at the Southern Star Brewing Company in Conroe, Texas. Bombshell. This is a car show like no other. It's pretty awesome. They got silent auction, market vendors, raffles, food trucks, live music. And this year, for the first time, 
the first Miss Annual Miss Bombshell Betty Pinup Contest. What? And what about that delicious Southern Star beer, Chad? Oh, man, tell you what, get yourself some spring pills because it is spring season. And spring pills will be rolling out there, nice, refreshing beer because the Texas sun will be out. It's going to be a gorgeous day. We called the weatherman, Justin Stapleton. He's got it all hooked up for us. Get out for the fourth annual Bombshell Car Exhibit, which is benefiting Camp Hope, a PTSD Foundation of America, Saturday, March 30th at Southern Star Brewing Company. For more information, southernstarbrewing.com, southernstarbrewing.com. This is a car show like no other, the fourth annual Bombshell Car Exhibit. Take it off. Now it's time to bring some hype into this the show. Yeah, because the show needed more energy. We did. So uh, <laughs> we uh, pulled the hype man away from his office, uh, Mr. Ryan Soroka, and we saw uh, Eric Corsi over there. We're like, hey, come on, come on. So we wrangled him in. Welcome back to the radio program, gentlemen. Well, thank thanks you. for having us. Thank you. Absolutely. And thank you for accommodating us. This is always nice when we come here. With a capital A. Yeah, Aaron let me out of my cage today, so I'm excited to be here. <laughs> You'll be back in soon enough. <laughs> uh, a lot to discuss with you gentlemen. Uh, first, uh, big props on these uh, these beers. I was drinking the Cloud uh, 8 and yes. it's very tasty. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah. You fellas happen to pick two collaboration beers. Cloud 8 is a collaboration with McKellar, and as Chad mentioned, uh, the Daisy Me Rolling is the Houston-wide Daisy Chain collab. And I was asking whether or not if you would see these beers in packaging, but I understand that this is just going to be a draft only. You know, for now, I think now. You, uh, we're all aware that there's some very uh, important possible law changes up in the air right now. And um, until that happens, these a lot of these beers will remain draft only well, and primarily on site. But if those change, maybe we'll release some. Are you listening, Austin? Pay we're, attention. We're, we're talking about these beer-to-go laws. How confident or how... Do you think these uh these laws will uh, change this year, or is it gonna? Real quick though, for if you're if you're from outside of Texas or you're just not familiar okay, yeah, with let's it, reset. yeah, you got to be familiar. Basically, if you are a brewery, a production brewery like Eighth Wonder, and you have that type of license, you cannot sell beer to go to guests. You have to have a brew pub license. Well, currently up for vote, uh, in committee, actually out of committee now, up for vote. Is a change of the law, and that would be good news. It would be great news. Yeah. All right. So, uh, how confident or how comfortable do you think about uh, this passing the year? I feel more confident than I ever have before that we're going to get a law like this on the books. Mm -hmm. So, it's going to be really great for our guests. It's going to be really great for us. It's going to let us play. It really benefits everyone in the industry. Um, for us to be able to sell beer to go from here, it's going to drive sales at bars, restaurants, grocery stores, which ultimately drive sales to the distributor, which ultimately drives sales to us as the brewer. So it's kind of a win-win-win um, all the way through the industry chain. It's insane that 49 states can sell beer to go at, from production brewery, but one, Texas. Yeah. Love our state. Yeah. Yes, it's, it's the Lone Star State, literally. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we'll see. Now you know what that star stands for. <laughs> no, uh, we're, I think, uh, as our friend Brock said a few years, cautiously optimistic, right? Mm -hmm. Um but at, for the first time, I think there's bipartisan support. There's a lot of momentum, a lot of traction. Um, so yeah, we'll for, the, for the first time, you actually saw um, two sides come together. Right. And you haven't seen that before. That's true. But uh, whether or not uh, it's signed in the in law. Republicans and Democrats coming together around beer. Never seen that happen before, <laughs> ever. Yeah. But it, it's, just, it's just a crazy, crazy law. But distilleries sell to go. Wine can sell to go, but not, uh, not breweries. Brew pubs can, but breweries cannot. Yeah. A lot of people get confused by that. That's the biggest. Well, I can buy beer to go from Brash. Yeah, pub. it's literally a sheet of paper with 
two boxes. You check one box that says you're a production brewery that uh, basically does not put a production cap on you, but forbids you from selling beer to go. And if you click the brew pub, it puts a cap on how much you can brew, but it allows you to sell beer to go. So it's a little bit of a trade-off. And correct me if I'm wrong, you guys are over that cap. Yes. Because you guys, it's 10,000 barrels. 10,000 barrels. And so right. you're over that anyway. So even if you would check the box, they'd say, <laughs> sorry, you yes. checked the wrong box, yes. sir. Correct. <laughs> you got to go stand in another line now. <laughs> but uh, Speaking of it's distillery, like earlier in the show, we were talking about millennials. And it's kind of a story we come back to. And it, whether or not millennials are driving down beer sales, excuse me, beer sales. Oh, once said, and you guys opened a distillery, and one of the things we talked about whether or not the uh, craft distilleries will be a taking off in the future. Well, blame it on the millennials. Um, you know, <laughs> but, that's but, what I'm saying. It's like, is it is it really the millennials? What what you said, we've read the same thing. It, yeah. it does seem like consumer preferences are changing, specifically in that demographic. Um, drinking less alcohol in general, and the alcohol that they are consuming. I say they. I guess I'm technically a millennial as well. Um, tail end, tail end. Mm-hmm. Uh, but switching from beer to spirits. Um, you know, when we opened, there were, I think, like, like 3,000 craft breweries in the country. Now there's over 7,000 or something. Yep. There's currently approximately 1,000 craft distilleries in the nation. Yep. I don't think we're going to see the exact same, like, trajectory, but I co- confidently believe there's going to be a lot of growth in the craft distilling industry. Yeah, if we see 1,000 bre- uh, craft distilleries explode the way we saw breweries explode, I think we'll also see a, a resurgence of the temperance movement. <laughs> that, that's a lot of hooch. But I know here in Houston, there's a many distilleries that are just popping up. For sure. Um, I think just like four or five just announced in the last few months. Yeah, every once in a while I come across one. I'm like, wow, that's down the road for me. I've never even heard of it. <laughs> Again, hanging out here at 8th Wonder Brewery with the hype man, Ryan Soroka and Aaron Corsi. Are you a doctor yet? I am not. I cannot get anyone to read my dissertation. So, Dr. Miller, if you're listening again. Aging <laughs> Dr. Miller. I'll read it. You'll read it. Can yeah, I read it? But I'll Absolutely. <laughs> we'll read it on the, in the next segment. Uh, <laughs> Anybody got any pullover at Texas, a- Texas A&M, right? Yes, that's All correct. All right, you got yeah. some pullover at Texas A&M. Okay. But let's talk about the... do it for beer, right? Let's talk about the 8th Wonder distillery how are things going and i know that y'all got some uh, new spirits coming out yeah it's going great so we actually just uh packaged up about 200 cases of vodka and about 150 cases of gin that should be hitting the market any day now actually we have a launch in about a little less than two weeks time so we're also blending rum we're gonna have rum for our anniversary party coming up over there uh 420 is our anniversary party over there so really excited about this there's actually three different types of rum that I'll be blending for uh, one uniform batch. Maybe this is the first time people are hearing about 8th Wonder Brewery and 8th Wonder Distillery. Two separate uh, buildings because you can't, by law, have the distillery and a brewery mixed together. Well, I think the verdict is out on that. Um, the way we've arranged it, yeah, it, there is a distillery across the street from the brewery. Two different buildings. Um, you can have a beer experience at one and you can have a distilled spirit experience at the other but uh we encourage you to come out and visit us both right across the street from each other yeah so if you uh come to the brewery asking for a spirit that's why we're giving you the the heads up lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, but we'll send you across the street. Send you across the street. But as we were discussing, how wild is that? We can't sell you a six-pack of beer to go, but you can walk out with two bottles of vodka or gin to go. Is it two bottles? Is that the limit? Yeah, it's two 750-milliliter two bottles per person per 30 days. Whoa. And, 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 and I'm sure there's a very, very well-developed uh, system. Yeah, it's an Excel sheet yes. with uh, name, driver's license, date of birth, oh, and wow. what was picked up. And, really? Yeah, and with search query, you can look it up. My last name. When's the last time being, you purchased? I was being facetious, but that, uh, you guys really do <laughs> yeah, have a absolutely. system. Wow. Absolutely. Okay. I think, yeah, I mean, you have to. Well, they, I, they want it for record keeping. Yeah. I understand. Okay. No, because I joked about that. It's like, how, how are people going to be able to keep track of that? <laughs> Silly. I'll just go back tomorrow or I'll go back this afternoon. <laughs> but it's funny. They, with, specify, with a <laughs> they specify within 30 days and not calendar month. Okay. Meaning yeah. you couldn't come like February 28th and then come March 1st. Because that's a separate calendar. Right. It's February 28th. You got to wait till March 28th, 29th. Wow. Whatever. It's like when you win tickets at the radio station. We keep track. Oh, every that's 90 right. Days. Every 90, every 90 days. days. No double up? <laughs> no, no, no. They try. Don't go. They try all the loopholes. Nope. We got them all figured out. But uh, going back to the uh, the spirits, uh, I understand that you guys just had a huge shindig with Jameson. Yeah, that was wild. <laughs> well, still recovering from that. Uh, yeah. No, it was a great event. It was a charity event. Keep America Beautiful was involved. Um, that was the biggest thing we've ever hosted here. And yep. they're great people. It was a lot of fun. This relationship started with the Caskmate program. Um, we were lucky enough to be selected to be one of their, I think, 18 or 20 breweries mm -hmm. in the country to partner up and do a Caskmate spirit. We did an Imperial Rocket Fuel Agent in Jameson Barrels. And they actually reached back out to us to host their Love Thy Neighborhood uh, block party. They host about six or eight a year. And this was the last one. And we designed a special beer in collaboration with Robert Ellis, the Texas piano man, musician. Um, and he wanted something light yet dark, <laughs> fun yet fancy with a little taste of Texas. And Aaron and the brew team came up with... Yeah, so we have our Imperial Dunkelweizen with Texas honey aged in Jameson barrels and finished with champagne yeast. Uh, absolutely delicious. Yeah, and it's called White Tuxedo, as Robert Ellis himself was uh, donning a white tuxedo all day during the block party. He wow. kept that thing very clean. I was impressed. Yeah. Well, we have to take a break, but do y'all have that on, on the wall? Mm -hmm. We do. Can we sample that coming up? Mm -hmm. Yep. All right, we are going to take a break, uh, hanging out here at the 8th Wonder Tap Room in Edo with the hype man, Ryan Soroka. And I'm going to go ahead and say it, because it just slips off the tongue. Dr. Aaron Doctor, Corsi. Doctor. Yeah, we're going to try to get that done by the end of the show. <laughs> Make it a call. Uh, but coming up, we're going to talk about, uh, you guys have a big celebrate show. And we got to discuss, and uh, we'll talk about other beers that you guys have down the pipeline. Uh, all coming up. This is what's on tap radio. Hang with us. We'll be right back. More sour per hour. Sample beer, tasting notes, and that's how we decide on what's going to go on tap. Go on tap. 
Pucker up with more What's on Tap Radio. So the other day, my wife and I started arguing on a uh, place to eat. Oh, I she wanted to, to eat Mexican everything. food. No, she wanted to eat Mexican food. I wanted to eat crawfish. And then it dawned on me. BYG. The Backyard Grill. They do. And I tell you what, it is crawfish season. And uh, I'll put the BYG crawfish up against anybody else's. I go and eat my weight in crawfish. By the way, I weigh 750 pounds. <laughs> and it's a detriment. But you know what? I wash it down with great craft beer. Always on the tap wall. Barstar Jacqueline is hooking us up with a great beer selection. Uh, you got 40 beer taps over there, as well as another 48 bottles and cans. You can join the brew crew and get your plaque on the wall. Hang out with Mark and I for beer with Mark and Chad on Thursdays. And every Friday, there are beer events. Everything you need right there. Menu for everyone at the Backyard Grill. Thebackyardgrill.com. Special technique of shadow boxing. And welcome back to What's on Tap Radio, where it is officially Miller time at Eight Wonder Brewery. Yes. No, it's not. TABC's no. like, I'm sorry, what? No, no, we're actually paging. <laughs> no, no, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. We're paging Dr. Miller. Oh, see, yeah. see what, what you what did do. there. Yeah. You see what I did there? Hey, uh, Dr. Miller, Texas A&M University, feel free to reach out to uh, us here at uh, What's on Tap Radio. We'll guide you <laughs> we're trying to, to get, the doctor. Uh, Dr. Ryan and... Or Dr. Aaron Corsi, yes. Yeah. Ryan's, Ryan's over here. Ryan's like, like, yeah, I like the sound of that, too. <laughs> Man, Dr. Ryan. Uh, but before we took a break, we're talking about these spirits. Y'all did the, the, the collaboration with Jameson. for the, That was the Great American Beer Festival, which Chad and I were hanging out. and that's What kinda, I remember of it, it was That's kind of how I, I think I ended the night, but I don't remember. <laughs> I know we ended up at a bar... Somewhere I'm drinking whiskey after All that. All I, I know, know is that was an amazing beer. What I remember of it. Uh, yeah, talk a little bit about that, the collaboration, how it came to be, and uh, how this what I'm drinking right here. Yeah, this is actually two collaborations. So the GABF collaboration was really nice. They approached us and wanted to know if we wanted to be one of their castmate breweries, where we get the freshest empty Jameson barrels I've ever seen. We dump them out, and there's actually Jameson still just glistening on the inside. <laughs> so it, we had to prevent brewers from licking the inside of the barrels. It was, it was, it was a really strange day. So we decided to put a Imperial rocket fuel in there. So we aged it. Uh, it's been aging for about six months now, and it's actually launching on the market in the coming weeks, and we'll have some here at our anniversary party. So an Imperial version of our rocket fuel, aged in Jameson barrels, still the lactose, still the coffee. All sorts of delicious. It's called Viet Irish Coffee, and it clocks in at 10.2% ABV. Pow. But it is nice. Now, when you say launch in the market, uh, does that mean in draft bars uh, around the around correct. town? Okay. That's correct, yeah. So no, don't try to go looking out for packaging. No, or not package, Just draft only. Draft only and select accounts. Probably 30 to 40 accounts would get it. And where can while. people, how would people even know where to find? We're stuff? not telling. Oh, Just kidding. Scavenger hunt. <laughs> scavenger hunt. No, we, uh, once the accounts uh, kind of secure it, we'll make a public announcement kind of sharing where to find it. Okay, and uh, we have the beers right here in front of us. Well, that's a set. That's uh, Jameson Collaboration number two. Oh, number two. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, so okay. That one, right. that one was uh, brewed for the Love Thy Neighborhood block party. They they partner up with eight of their 20 or so caskmate partners and do a big citywide block party. Um, that was yesterday that we're still recovering from. But uh, that beer was in collaboration with Robert Ellis. That's the Imperial Dunkelweiss. Uh, Good, wow. With Texas honey, aged in Jameson barrels, finished with champagne yeast. I think you got to make them change the spelling on cask mate. 
Well, we should. We, okay. might, we, we should have a call with them this week. We'll uh, throw that suggestion. Put that out there, cask mate. So, so Aaron, just a question more towards you. Um, I know that when you have these barrels, you, you probably have to have a certain kind of style. You can't just throw any style into the barrel. So how did you come up with uh, the styles that you did? Absolutely. So one of the things that really hold up in barrels is high alcohol. So uh, we really thought with the original cask mate beer, you know, what goes really well with Vietnamese coffee? So Jameson. So go ahead and make an imperial version of that so it's almost like an Irish coffee. And with this one, we actually got to use Robert Ellis as a muse for the Love Thy Neighborhood uh, collaboration we just did. So he wanted something very Texas, very white, very dark, something fancy. And that's what we came up with. So I really like this style. I always liked the uh, Dunkelweiss. It's kind of like a alcoholic banana nut bread in a glass. So wow. doing an imperial version of That's that. That's a description. No, you nailed well, it. That's done. exactly right. No, you nailed it. Yeah. I'm stealing that. BJCP on my way. <laughs> yeah, and, and finishing with the champagne yeast is something that we wanted to try. And so we had a lot of fun playing around with that. So does that give you like a drier finish? You know, it should give a little bit different carbonation. Okay. Uh, for some of the smaller scale stuff, I don't think we're seeing it as much as we will when we launch it in a wider launch in about two or three months because we actually want to give a little bit more barrel influence to it. So we took some out just a little early, same thing we did for GABF, oh, I like that. just so we can try the market. And it's a really interesting thing when we do that. We have to pull all the barrels, we pull all the bungs, and it's a really nice day because we have to sample them. And we find some are, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough job. But someone I know has to how do that it. day yeah. goes. <laughs> so you're just going to see how it matures. Yeah, we're going to see how it matures and blend those barrels back in. So we selected only two barrels uh, for this block party that we just did. So we still have another eight barrels to go. Yeah, speaking of uh, block parties and parties, Eighth Wonder is kind of known for the, the different parties you guys do. You guys seem, I check your Facebook page and you guys have a party or some kind of event all the time. Yeah, absolutely. We're all about beer, but we're also all about events and connecting with the community. And we think beer and people and fun go hand in hand. And so we like to put on a lot of different events throughout the year. We do about a half dozen or more uh, on site and about the same off site big events. But uh, coming up is our sixth annual celebration. Uh, Can't that's wait. March yeah. 16th, Saturday, 2 to 10. We have Sarah Van Buskirk, we have Cedric Burnside. Delvin Lamar organ trio, swimwear department, the nude party, and the bright light social Whoa. hour all playing. Keep your clothes on. These are bar all bands. Okay. Oh, different bands. bands playing. Yeah. I was gonna say, dude, I didn't sign up for the nude party. All right. <laughs> yeah, the, it's gonna be it, it's a lot of fun. It's our biggest event of the year. Um come. Uh tickets are on sale and it's guaranteed good time. And I, uh, yeah, I have to say, uh every time I've been here, it, it, I think it's bigger than a party though. No, it you is. You guys throw than... a bash. You guys know really, I, like I mean, that. how no, you do. You throw a bash. And the and the Wonder World it's pretty awesome. The the beer garden is just it's huge. It's, you got so much it's room. It's built for it for it's sure. Built for it for Lots sure. Lots of space. The roads are all cleaned up down here now, That's which right. I love. That's right. Which is awesome so you can uh, get up and down the streets here and of course with the bands the everybody's gonna be pouring beer. I know you guys are gonna have what you get the main bar here. Yeah, we'll have VIP bar inside with just thirty plus beer options. We'll have um, GA bar outside, food trucks, and live music, and all sorts of entertainment, and lots of space to move around. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, what I like about this is it's an all day event. So whether you have plans at night, you start your day off here, or you have plans during the day, end your night, finish yeah. off, yeah. and finish off at uh, Eighth Wonder and their celebration. 
And uh, yeah, it's always so much fun. And uh, you guys kill it with the the local music scene, uh, music beer, scene. food, music, people. That's what we enjoy. Yeah. Can't go wrong with that combination. And so, how can people get tickets? Are they? Yeah, absolutely. You can visit our website, eighthwonder.com. Uh, that's the number eight, T H wonder.com. It's on our events page. And you can also do a shortened link. It's tinyurl.com slash celebration six. I know that's a mouthful. Just go to our website, it's easier. Yeah. yeah. And what do people need to know about it? Rain or Shine? Definitely Rain or Shine. Uh, Fido? Can you bring Fido you or no? You can. Probably not the best event. So don't Same with your, your kids. We're always family and pet friendly. We would probably say for this big event, maybe leave them at home, but we're not going to turn you down. So you're encouraging people to come as you are, but find a babysitter and a dog sitter. I think it's one of those days where that's probably the best idea. But again, we won't turn you down. Yeah, I like that. All right. We're hanging out at 8th Wonder Brewery with the hype man. Aaron, Cor- Aaron Corsi and no, the, the hype man, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Soroka. Oh my gosh. See, that, <laughs> see those beers? <laughs> Take two. This is more barrel aged beers. I said beers. that and I was like, no, yeah. that's not right. He's like, wait a minute. Oh, I got the hype man, the doctor mixed up there. More barrel aged beers. Let's try that one more time. The hype man, Ryan Soroka, and the doctor, Aaron Corsi. Whoop. If uh, Texas A&M will, Dr. Miller will ever call. Yes, oh, we're, yes, we're encouraging. But the, I, I love the I love the castmates thing. I love uh, what you guys have done, and I'm excited to see. Hopefully, hopefully, keep our fingers crossed that uh, 2019 Great American Beer Festival, you guys are doing it. We're not exactly sure yet, but I would love to see you guys doing it. Like I said, last year, a lot of fun. Oh, that was, that was a great time last year. <laughs> but, uh, Silly. So we were drinking that, and then uh, you poured me another yeah. beer. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Here, this uh, here is what I want to say. Mr. Soroka, what do we got so here? So that's the Brute IPA. And I want to talk about Brute because sure. I, I feel like that's a style that's gaining a lot of popularity. You know, it's uh, definitely a hop forward, very fruity uh, dry and effervescent IPA. It's sort of on the other spectrum of the hazy IPAs. I mean, it, it's just as hoppy and beautiful and, and tasty as those uh, hazy IPAs and New England IPAs. It's just very clear and bone dry. I love them. I love them. Yeah, so do I. So do I. But I do too. This isn't your first shot at brew, is it? No, no. we actually brewed this over a year ago. Okay, is this the same? 
Beer? Uh, yeah. Same beer, just a fresher batch. We okay. brewed it probably uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I remember I fell in love with your last batch of brewed IPA, and I'm sitting here and I'm loving this right now. I, I love the style, but this is right at the top of the list. I'm serious. I love I love the style, but this is excellent. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, Citra Amarillo Simcoe mm. Centennial. Yeah. Mm. And what's the name of it? Brute. B-R-E-W-T. Brute. Oh, I like that. Play on the word. There you go. And so these are just draft only. Draft only right now. Uh, yeah. We've got about two minutes left. What are some packaged beers people can expect down the pipeline? Sure. Oh, absolutely. We're really excited. Uh, we promoted Haterade from a four-pack seasonal to a year-round printed can beer. My wife. Six-pack. Six-pack. My wife will love that. I, every time I would bring it home, she'd drink it. James, that is, was, is our single most requested beer that isn't in package. Yeah. And you want to talk about a great poolside, lakeside summer beer. beer. Yeah. It's great. It's sour. It's salty. It's refreshing. You can have a few of them responsibly. We're, we're big fans of that beer. Um, it did really well in its seasonal format as a four pack. And now it's upgraded to a six pack. Nice. Same price, more bang for your buck. Uh, available year-round, drafting cans. And uh, what else people can expect? Yeah, so we have our first lager coming to market. What? It's actually in the tanks right now. The cans have been approved, and they should be running on the canning printer anytime now. So we'll have a quarter of a million cans to fill uh, (laughs) any day. Get to brewing. Yeah. And uh, what's the name of that one? Instant Classic. Instant Classic. it's a Hellas Lager, and we think after a one sip of this crisp, refreshing beer, you'll agree that it's an Instant Classic. Hype man, Ryan Soroka, Dr. Aaron Corsi. You hear that, Dr. Yeah, that's right. Dr. Miller. Dr. Miller. Pay attention. We're on to you, doctor. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Giga Uh, Mags. We would love to see you guys come out and hang out at the... Sixth annual celebration. Again, what was the dates and time? It's uh, Saturday, March 16th. It's from 2 to 10. And uh, tickets are on sale. Eighthwonder.com. They're on sale now. Get them while you can. And you guys are open eight days a week. You know that. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only brewery that's open eight days a week. And come visit us and come uh, check out the new brewery that opened basically around the corner from us, True Anomaly. Um, Nice guys. Spread some love. Yeah. Yeah. Destination. Good good beer. Nice guys. The whole neighborhood's really up and coming. We've got Rodeo Goat, Truck Yard, Indian Noel. Miss Carousel, Vinny's. There's a lot happening. We were yeah. the only people here on this corner for what felt like six years. Yeah. Kind, of, the- kind of an island. And now there's all these uh, amazing places popping up. So come visit us in East Downtown. Okay. So uh, you guys have a beer that you guys are going to come out for the uh, Celebrate Shin, the sixth annual Celebrate Shin. Yeah, of course. Every year we uh, release a, a new beer for celebration. And this year we're doing what we call Saison du Vin. And it's going to be a Saison re-fermented on Pinot Grigio grape must. Wow. It is light. It's fruity. It's complex. It is quite delightful. Now, last time we were here, I believe you had something that was on apple must, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And, and it's, uh, I remember. Uh, GK. But, right. I, but now the sad thing is I remember that. I forgot what must is. So it's juice. Yeah, it's, it's okay. a fancy word for juice. I like it. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, for those uh, listening at home or wherever they are, just want to make sure we know what must is. Yeah, it's it's going to be almost like a wine like beer. Got it. Kind of a beer wine hybrid, almost really really tasty, light, and uh, yeah, definitely prominent flavors of Pinot Grigio. I'm starting to. Uh, I see a lot of the uh, speaking of the Brew GK. I'm seeing it on the shelf and the People's Champ. 
Yeah, people's champed it really well, but we're actually mm-hmm. right now about to enter into boss beer season, so oh, it's yeah. coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's available in about two weeks. That's drafting cans. Uh, that's Slim Thugs beer, and we'll have some fun events with him offsite and on. Love it when well. you call me Slim Thugs. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. See, I'm a simple man. I'm a, yep, yep. I'm, a, I'm a simple man, <laughs> and and my jam is Brewston. That, I just like a good. Hell, we're fans of that beer too. Uh, that is winding down for the seasonal transition to instant classic. So we, get it while you can. What can we do about getting that year round? Well, man, I would well, love to have that year round. James, you need to buy a lot more. Of it. You know, we'll, we'll do a 2019 review and see what what. You know, get out there and buy it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Come on, for the love of God, it's such oh. a great pale ale, man. Yeah, it's, we're fans of it. Too, yeah, so I love it. it. I, I do have to recap something. Um, and and you may remember we had Scott Birdwell in here, uh, right at the time you released Vice Timer. Oh, wow. And James and I committed that time at that time it was the very beginning that we were going to start drinking beer styles that we weren't big fans of, and have a Vice top of the list. Like, eh. so you weren't a fan of it, not at all. Huh. And now. Because of that beer, I am yeah. not kidding you. The style now, he's talking about. I yeah. have absolutely changed my palate. That's awesome. And and I I buy Vice Timer all the time. I kind of pay. I, t- I share it. I kind of pay attention to what Scott Burwell says. He knows the thing. Oh yeah, too. yeah, he yeah. does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And if he if he approves a brewery, probably means the brewery's well, pretty good. <laughs> he, def- he he approved the brewery. He approved the beer. But Scott Burwell is another one of those skeptics on on Hefeweizens too. He's like, man, it's just not my favorite beer. And he went. Yeah, I can drink this. <laughs> He's like, this good. is good. He went, yeah, this is a good one. <laughs> and I went, yeah. I'm a fan of wheat beers. I know it's not for everyone. Um, but it, it, you find that with any beer, right? There's yeah. beers that are not for everyone. And you just, that's why there's a whole broad spectrum of beers and why we try to brew across that whole spectrum. And see, yet uh, because of that, I'm sitting here enjoying my alcoholic banana nut bread. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. The, the dunkel. Yes, it's so good. The collaboration that you White tuxedo. Nice. And it what is. I wanted to ask, how do you guys come about with the collaborations? Like, you did this one uh, with McKellar. Like, how did you come with that collaboration? You know, that was interesting. That was an Instagram yeah. reach out. They yeah. contacted us via Instagram. Social media. Yep. So, yep. Just cold Instagram. Hey, yeah. want to do a collaboration? I think one Amazing. of them was down here for a vacation, and they stopped by the tap room, had some of our beers, and they're like, "Oh, I'm going to be down around Christmas time. Let's see if we can do something." You got to think about it because they probably went to a lot of different breweries, and it was your brewery that stuck out. It was like, "Hey, I want to do a collaboration." Hey, we're, yeah. we're that's awesome, honored, and yeah, I hope to do a lot more. We've had fun with collaborations; definitely in our spirit. Is uh, it hard to do? Yeah, it, and here's the deal: we actually probably have what a half dozen other conceptual collaborations yeah, that just we haven't nailed down schedules, timing, production. It's 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 hard, right? But Dome Foam, collaboration with Moon Tower. Rock Fuel, collaboration with Greenway Coffee. We have Brew GK collab with Bun B. We have People's Champ collab with Paul Wall. We've got Boss Beard collab with Slim. Uh, now we got this White Tuxedo with Robert Ellis. McKellar collab, Cloud 8. Yeah, the Jameson castmates. Jameson. So yeah. it's something that we're definitely enjoying. And um, Daisy Chain. Daisy Chain, big collab. I know we have some feelers out there with 11 Below and Eureka Heights. Kind of need to follow up with them. Fellas, Casey, mm. reach out. Dr. Miller, <laughs> Dr. Miller, Dr. Miller. Uh, In fact, you know what? Jeff, Dr. Bryce, reach out. Can I? Can I throw this out? I just want to. I, 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 I'm no, I'm not allowed to speak for the brewery, but I'm. I'm going to say it right now, Dr. Miller. If you can call, I'm. I'm pretty sure we might be able to find a way to get your name on a on a beer can. Oh, absolutely, oh, we'll make something happen. Yeah. Come on, Dr. <laughs> Miller. Look, and if need be, I've got the Cliff's notes for his dissertation available. <laughs> just, just come on, give us a shot. Just read his paper. Come on. Well, she's a sensory side of things too, so she she knows about the drinking professionally. So <laughs> she could definitely help us out. Hanging out here, the hype man, Ryan Soroka, and. Uh, 
Gotta say it, Dr. Aaron Corson. Come on, Dr. Yes. Miller, let's do this. I think that's what you gotta name it too. It, just a Beijing Dr. Miller. I like that. That's <laughs> a good do. name yeah. for a beer. So the Weissheimer, that's year-round now. That is year-round. That was one of those that wasn't, and now y'all made it year-round. Yeah, that, that was, was actually best-selling seasonal I think we've ever had. That went seasonal draft only yep. immediately into cans year-round, which was... We didn't even do a seasonal run on the cans. I think you're right. Yeah, we went draft just, only seasonal. We went through the roof, and then we canned it, and it's doing well. Yeah. You know what? I like the uh, I um the double IPA, the IP8. Yes, that has been retired I, currently. I, I always, oh, it no. always seems to happen to me. I, I hook onto a beer, and it's like, eh, listen, we away. we have to make room for new yeah. ones, and just because we retire something doesn't mean it's retired forever. It's taking a little break, and yeah. we'll bring it back. You know, it's like uh, what was it? Uh, the guy for the Cowboys, Winton, and they're bringing him back from retirement. Jason Winton's coming back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, he yeah. wants to come back. Uh, he does. Yeah. Yeah. No, but well, MJ came back. Right? Yeah, MJ did. Yeah, <laughs> come out James, of retirement. James gets so disappointed when he's like, "Oh, I can't tell you." Man, how great this beer is! Yeah, we're uh, we're about ready to shelf it. No, yeah, and and then next thing you know, he'll say the same thing about another beer. And yeah, it had a good run, but we're gonna hang What's it up it from uh from the Bronx Tale Mush. Like, just don't say anything. Like, whatever oh, yeah. he bets on. Well, <laughs> don't you, bet on. That. I don't know what what kind of triggered this, but y'all mentioned earlier something about flagship February. Yes, right. We did, and I think it's a really important movement for the craft beer industry. And what people don't realize is whether you like them or not, whether you're bored of them or not, these flagship beers for us brewers they keep the lights on, right? And they they keep us afloat and keep us moving forward. And to support them and go back to your, you know, your your old favorites is important for us as brewers um, because we're moving into almost dangerous territory of what's new, what's next, what can I not find anywhere else? And we like to do that and other brewers like to do that, but it is a little bit of an unsustainable model to always be chasing these trends and what have you. Um, and look, we do not say to ignore trends. We're just saying how sustainable can it be for a brewery of a certain size to not be able to brew regular, consistent beers that you can count on. Just grab a, a six pack. I yep. mean, yeah, there's a lot of exciting things and just grab an old classic like the dome foam. Don't forget them. Yeah. Um, go visit them. Not just ours, support other brewers, new, established, whatever. Support their flagship. And of course, try their new beers too. No one's saying not to do that. How about this? Just buy a six pack of the new stuff. And buy a six pack of that, or when you go to the bar, get a, that exciting thing, and then uh, maybe grab some. Uh, that was in your a, night. That was actually a new beer's resolution. First year I worked with you, I said, uh, came on the show. I said, you know what? I'm going to go back, and every time I buy a new beer, something new that I've never had, I'm going to buy something that I've had and I want to revisit. I really like that. That's a sustainable way to approach yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a way to also introduce new beer drinkers who are into the whole new whatever is you know hot or they just came around to the craft beer and they said, oh, what's this? What's this Sierra Nevada Pale Ale? Is that something new? Uh, yeah, new night, circa 1984. Yeah, which is Anger <laughs> Steam. What is this all about? Yeah, what is that? Classics, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, True classics. definitive of its style, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Yeah, yeah there's not milkshake... Um, you know, ice cream with banana. Hey, and, we're not here to disparage those styles not, or no, any of no, that. No, no, okay. no. We're just saying, I, just enjoy a classic. And, I, I, and I've, I've talked about this over and over, and I think the breweries that are just capitalizing on that and making it work, I applaud them. Mm -hmm. I love I love how they are just challenging everything. Now, not my style. I just, it, that's a preference thing, but I don't hate on them. 
Uh, but you know what? If you can make that work and you get people excited about beer. More power to you. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Make it happen. By the way, milkshake IPA coming in? No. No. Probably, no. Probably Just check. Not. I actually want to do something with Pop-Tarts. Pop-Tarts is like the only <laughs> breakfast pastry. I think, I think uh, 21st Amendment did the uh, and the toasty what, so Didn't B-52? Well, didn't B-52 do a, a Pop-Tart or Probably. something? Yeah. Probably. Those guys Probably. are doing Peter a lot of fun pancakes, things. Has anyone done like an Eggo waffle? snowballs. They're having fun out there. And, you know, I don't get a chance to go out to B-52 as much as I'd like, but Every time I stopped over there, I've taken home. I've had delicious beers and taken home yeah. some real special beers. You can't miss it. They got that billboard. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Right <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Eighth Wonder, the craft beer for the home team, eighthwonder.com. We'll be right back. From the Houston scene. Up and coming that are growing like crazy. To the world stage. People wanted good beer. What's happening in the beer world is what's on tap. So there's a lot of these restaurants that are popping up, but you don't know if they're good or not. They've opened last week and they're like, hey, we have the best burgers in town. But how do you know they're really good? That's why Chad and I, we don't mess around. We go to the Hobbit Cafe because they've been a Houston institution since 1972. That was even before craft beer. That's older than me. That is older than you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they were drinking back then, but more than uh, 45 years later, guess what? It is a craft beer destination, one of Houston's great and original beer destinations. It's got an awe-inspiring menu with house-made dishes. It's got an awe-inspiring menu with house-made dishes, burgers, and vegetarian fare, if that's your thing. So step into the Shire and enjoy some great food, beer from literally all over the world, and one of the largest meat selections anywhere. Yeah, the Hobbit Cafe is located in Upper Kirby in Houston. For more information, stop in or check them out at HobbitCafeHTX.com. That's HobbitCafeHTX.com. The Hobbit Cafe Come in and enjoy yourself a good burger and a good craft beer. All right, final segment. What's on tap radio? Big shout out to Dr. Aaron Corsi. You hear that, Dr. Miller? It just sounds great. Get back to us. Yeah, and then, read that dissertation. And then the hype man, Ryan Soroka, 8th Wonder Brewery. Uh, thank you to them opening up their doors and allowing us to do our sh- the show here. Also, I want to give a little um, inside baseball. If you listen to our podcast, which is sponsored by Cast Branding, you may notice that uh, we start the, the podcast by presenting it by Cast Branding. And then between the, the little promo of Cast Branding and the intro, you hear a little um, audio. If you're not sure what that is, that's behind the scenes. Right, that's that, not fit for consumption. Yeah, that is a. Uh, <laughs> but us, we let you. That's us, be you know, between breaks, uh, just talking amongst each other, and uh, people like hearing a little behind the scenes. And so, what we'll do is uh, we'll cut a little piece of that audio up and, and place that in the podcast. And also, we have what we call Easter eggs. So sometimes that doesn't make it to the air. We'll make it straight to the podcast. So listen to the podcast in its entirety. Even after the music fades out, because we may put a little Easter egg at the end. end. Yeah, but there might be stuff in the uh, actual podcast that didn't make it to air. That's what we call the director's cut. <laughs> so all the more reasons to listen to our podcast. You can find it on iHeartRadio, the app. Uh, we're on iTunes, Spreaker.com. And if you just Google what's on tap radio, there's just like a plethora of players that have what's on tap radio. I have no idea what they are or who they are. I think they're bootlegging their they're stuff. They're bootlegging it, but out of you the know what? Trunk of a station wagon. If or it gets it out to the audience, 
I'm all for it. That's right. So just listen to the podcast in its entirety because there might be things. No, there will be things that uh, you didn't hear on the air if you listen to the show on the air. So just all the reasons to listen to the uh, the podcast sponsored by Cask Branding. But uh, right now we're going to talk about, before we end of the show, uh, putting your rod, putting a rod in your beer. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> no, no, putting a rod, not your rod. No, a rod, not a rod. No, not a rod. A-Rod retired already. No. <laughs> I'm talking about putting a, a rod in your beer. A rod. Yeah. And uh, so beer trends over the past three years have gotten stranger and stranger. But the latest craze? Glitter beer. No. Oh. Uh, that already failed. Okay. Uh, beer poking. Be- <laughs> whoa, whoa. Beer, beer poking. poking. This is the practice of caramelizing beer with a two-foot steel rod called loggerhead that's been heated over smoldering embers. And their tradition is, of course, it's German in origin. Of course. Uh, but it historically took a place to commemorate the Doppelbach season. We talked about the Doppelbach. It's, in fact, a Linton season as we speak. But uh, thanks to the dangerously and seemingly limitless curiosity of American drinkers, it's making a resurgence. Hmm. So Austin's Strangeland Brewery. Have you been out that brewery? I have. I have, too. It's, uh, it's really good. Well, they made national news when they hosted their first beer poking in 2017. <laughs> but it unsurprisingly, I, I, I thought they were the first in the, in the country, but it, it actually in uh, Minnesota has been the ground zero of the phenomenon. Okay. But it's an old German tradition. See, when they went to the bar, they didn't like cold beer. You've heard that, like, oh, yeah, we oh. like our beer Ice cold. Uh, I, you know, we were talking about that in the fun fact. Or room temperature beer. Right. What's the, the stereotype of um, European beer? They drink it. A cellar temp. Yeah. Yeah, that's what or they Or warm want. beer. Yeah, they call it warm, but they want cellar. But they uh, they didn't like it, so they put these warmers and the little warmer sticks that they use to warm up their beer. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much, like, how warm did it get? Did it get, like, to the point where it's just boiling? I saw pictures of this. Did you? Yeah. The, the rods that they stick in there, they are glowing yeah. red. You take a, a nice cold beer and you put that hot rod right. in there. What temperature does it get it to? I, I don't know. And does it taste good? Well, they say it caramelizes the sugars inside the beer, which had me thinking also to an old What's on Tap radio fun fact. This does not all that different than Stein beer. Stein beer, one of those unusual beer, beer styles that we talked about, originated in Germany where they would actually boil the wort with hot stones. And by dropping it in at an extreme temperature... And raising the boiling temp up really high, really fast, uh, it would caramelize those sugars. So sounds very similar. So if you're asking what uh, kind of styles they would use for this hot rod, the Doppelbox, uh, Eisenbox, and occasionally Maybox are the most popular styles for poking, not only for the sake of tradition, but also because their uh, pervasive nuttiness and sweetness. Hmm. I think we should do this on the show. I like the idea. Yeah. So we just uh, will set up a, a campfire, mm-hmm. not at Eighth Wonder. That's where we're broadcasting right now. No, no, I don't no. think they would let that happen. No. But we'll we'll set up a, a campfire mm-hmm. and uh, put uh, a rod in there and uh, get a doppelbock because it is doppelbock season. It is. If you don't know what a doppelbock is, go listen to the podcast. Chad did a great fun fact about uh, the history of the doppelbock, liquid bread, and uh, maybe we should try this. Mr. Siebel, my history teacher, would have been proud. Yes. <laughs> Chad, you're never going to amount to anything in life. Wait a minute. He did what now? I knew he would do it. I knew yeah, he would do it. That's right. <laughs> I amounted to something. 
Yes, you did. Interesting. The next trend apparently is putting uh, a rod in your beer. I'm glad you prefaced a rod, not your rod, because you did say that at first. Well, that's. I don't want people thinking that we were putting a rod because a rod Rodriguez he actually retired and he's no longer with the Yankees. So we're not putting him in that baseball yeah. player. Chad, looking at me like I don't know baseball. Baseball, silly game. Uh, Play a hundred and nine thousand two hundred and eighty games in a season, right? That's about right. Uh, plus or minus. Good news Five. for those in Kentucky that are looking for a job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? But wait, there's more. Because uh, police in Kentucky are seeking volunteers to get it drunk. For a field sobriety test training. Oh, oh, really? So they're looking for people to get drunk for field sobriety. <laughs> I heard online registration broke the internet. <laughs> uh, yeah, they posted on their Facebook page that uh, participants can consume a regular amount of alcohol, then undergo testing by Basic Training Academy recruits. And participants will also get a free meal and $100 for their help. Wait a minute. Okay, so stop. They pay for the booze. Yep. So you get you you, you get the beer, you, and it, you and, get you get a meal, and you get, get lunch, and, and, and they give you a hundred dollar bill. Yeah, dude. I'm James. It's been fun, dude. I'm out. <laughs> I'm moving to Kentucky. <laughs> Here's the catch. Who's though. going? Oh, oh great. The there's coach. always a catch. Yeah, there's a catch though. All right. Participants must register a point zero zero blood alcohol level to leave after the training. So those interested should not have any previous DUI arrest. You can't leave without having, you can't leave. You got to blow a 0.0. But what, you can't Uber? You can't Lyft? No, but. but, I don't get that part. Hold on a second. Fine. Okay. I'll bring a pillow. I'll take a nap. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) seriously. Not me, man. Dude. I'm like, look, man, I got a ride. I got the lift. You do understand that all you got to do is drink enough to get drunk, eat their free food, take a $100 bill and put it in your wallet, and then take a nap. Dude, this. (laughs) Dude, this is what I call Saturday, <laughs> except the, I don't get a $100 bill. So if you're just tuning in, uh, police in Kentucky seek volunteers to get drunk for a field sobriety test training. That's the Trump economy for you. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to get oh, something man. in like that. Yeah, that, that pissed somebody off. We got to get out of here, Chad. We don't have to. Yeah, we do. It's, do we? Uh, I yeah, it's, been, it's been a good show, it's man. Uh, big shout out to Stephen Beaumont. He came on earlier in the program to talk about uh, Flagship February. And uh, we hope you participated in Flagship February. And if you, you did, um, hope you sat back and uh, enjoyed some of the beers that uh, you may have not had in a while. I know we certainly did. And also, big shout out to Aaron Corsi, Ryan Soroka of uh, 8th Winter Brewery. Come out to their 6th annual celebration, March 16th from 2 to 10 p.m. All information and tickets are available at 8thWinter.com, 8thWinter.com. And don't forget, tomorrow, or unless you're listening on our podcast on Monday, Monday the 11th, we're going to be at Hobbit Cafe. So come out and see us. We're going to be there at 6 o'clock, 6 to 9 o'clock. You will be part of the audience and part of the show. So come see us at Upper Kirby at Hobbit Cafe, Monday the 11th, 6 yeah, p.m. We will be broadcasting with, uh, I think, uh, here, Brazos Valley and No Label Brewing Company. It's going to be a good time. It'll be fun. So please come out and join us. So uh, let's thank our sponsors. Uh, big shout out to 8th Wonder Brewery for allowing us to come and uh, do the show from their uh, tap room. Southern Star Brewing, No Label Brewing, Buffalo Bayou Brewing, Brazos Valley Brewing, Galaxy Jewelers, Specs Wine Stewards and Finer Foods, The Backyard Grill, Cast Branding, and of course, Hobbit Cafe will be at tomorrow. So uh, for Mr. Beer Logic, Chad Pilby, my beer guru, James Simpson, saying thanks for listening to What's on Tap Radio. And we will hopefully see you at uh, Hobbit Cafe. And if we don't, we'll see you back on the radio airwaves next week. Cheers. I just want to celebrate another day. I just want to
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.